real, me not really boss Don't know what's I'm a pay the cost To be the boss, be the boss Them office in the park ups Once I'm a put on like buckle punch so good to see Edley Shine, our special guest today, right here on New Music Tuesdays. Yours truly, Rico Vibes, the Flavor Radio. Let's go. It's up for the one that must sell me out, and things that me think wild down. And the estimate that also where they in on me out on the Olympics, me not try out. If I want loaf of bread left to feed me, share it up and give it to the needy. Still I plant the seeds to find the success. Them selfish and tell me say me greedy. So me let go from the bad mind, load the grudge. Track it's called Park Up. The EP is called Based on Talent. We'll be here live in a few minutes to talk all about it, folks. Keep it locked. This is New Music Tuesdays. Yo, I see a lot of girls like to fix themselves up. Nails, hair, all the clothes, accessorizing their body parts. Well, you see the natural thing? I think that <laughs> Girl, the factory skin you in Conversation so inviting You are doing your natural thing And your beauty so enticing Ooh, and I like it, girl Ooh, and I like it, girl Go on and do your thing Use a natural girl in a natural world while you live Cause you're full of potential But some girl are going with peer attitude And them know say them body is a rental But God soon take it back, will you drop them off? From your nose say you're natural, you have the potential Me want you with me out Come party with the queen of them brace it for me You're more than secure with the king of DC Love to see you smile with your 32 teeth From your ball on time, your mother with no accessories Girl, the factory skin you in Conversation so inviting You are doing your natural thing And your beauty so enticing Ooh, and I like it, girl Ooh, and I like it, girl Go on and do your thing To the IG, my go them don't feel no way I still like your picture But I need a girl with a real bump And a buy a cash register Me not have nothing against her too even if you really have a few But some girl skin so marky marky Me could have never ever see the real you Just put up your hand if you're well confident This is not a this is, this is a compliment Me tour around the world for every continent And only natural girl them give me the full strength Girl the factory skin you in Conversation so inviting You are doing your natural thing And your beauty so enticing Ooh and I like it girl Girl, go on and do your thing. 
Conversation so inviting You are doing your natural thing And your beauty so enticing Ooh, and I like it, girl Ooh, and I like it, girl I tell you, Edley Edley Shine, of trust me, that you now He'll be here in a few minutes, folks. Keep it locked, don't you move. Reaching out. An exclusive interview. Yeah, yeah. Former born Jamaicans. Right, you know. Member Edley Shine. I know life, so I'm more ambition. Tell them it's a big man thing. We used to shell down the bar and be the life for the party. But now I gotta live for my shorty. Tell them it's a big man thing. We used to get enough girl and have them all in a bundle. Get my wife, no may have to live humble. Tell them it's a big man team. Me know it hard for me linking them for understand. Me not broke the link, it's just a change of plan. On another journey, God have me right hand. Him a give me just a better foundation. And them a play daddy house. Don't have no spouse late at night. Them they home and them all alone. Computer and cell phone, I put them to sleep. When a lifelong kita we we need. Right you now we a move on a whole different mission A new life so a more ambition Tell them it's a big man thing We used to shell down the bar and be the life for the party But now I gotta live for my shorty Tell them it's a big man thing We used to get enough girl and have them all in a bungle Get my wife, no may have to live humble Tell them it's a big man thing Life changing at instant, we don't mean the gram We take it as it come without no reservation You a live the fast life, do your thing bad man We are putting the word for the next generation Enough of them a bleach in a straight, life too sweet One day me a pray, say the blind I go say Lose with music, with culture, with identity This don't look like dance all to me Right now we a move on a whole different mission A new life, so a more ambition Tell them it's a big man thing we used to shell down the bar and be the life for the party But now I gotta live for my shorty I tell you Tell them it's a big man thing We used to get down and up Bust down and up Bust down and up Bust down and up Bust down and up Tell them it's a big man thing Big man thing It's a big man thing It's yours truly Rico Vibes, it's New Music Tuesdays, and you first met my special guest today some years ago as a one half of the duo Born Jamaican. But he's here today as a solo act. I want you to welcome Edley Shine. Welcome to the show, my brother. Give thanks, give thanks. Big up to the listeners. Thanks for having me. Oh man, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Now, you know, let's give them some backstory because we're live in the Gambia, we're live in Canada, we're live in Germany, and we're also live in the UK. So for the backstory, talk a little bit about Born Jamaican and how did how did all that became about? All right, well, Born Jamaicans was comprised of me, Edley Shine, the DJ our rapper, depending on where you come from, mm-hmm. and the singer Mr. Notch. Uh we met in 1992 in Washington, D.C. So I'm originally from Washington, D.C. But all my family and all my, my parents, my mother and my father are from Kingston, Jamaica. So that's where you get, you know, the Caribbean right. heritage and background, um, i.e. the name Born Jamaicans. Um, and we started 
just doing talent shows and um, my, my uncle owned a sound system in Washington called Emperor Sound. It's one of the oh yeah, sound I'm, I'm very familiar with I'm very familiar with that sound. Go ahead though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So you know, big up to Freddie Dread and the whole Emperor family. So right. Watching my uncle's sound system coming up with my cousin's DJ, and you know, I developed the affinity for music as well as listening to hip hop rappers like KRS One, Rakim, uh, Heavy D. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, t- I take it back, you know, to the '80s. Right. Um, and the group put, had a demo that we put together in 1992 after Mr. Nacho and myself met right. and we gave it to our manager, Kitson Walker. He took it, he moved from DC out to LA and he met an A&R by the name of Leslie Cooney. Mm-hmm. So from there, from meeting Leslie, she have, she, uh, hold on my daughter. I'm sorry. My daughter. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Wants to jump in the pool today. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So Kitson, Kitson gave our demo to Leslie Cooney, mm-hmm. and Leslie Cooney was an A&R at Delicious Vinyl. Delicious Vinyl had acts like the brand new Heavies, right. which I believe is from the UK. Right. Um, Master Ace, Tone Loke, Young MC. So they had a lot of success as an independent label. And reggae was hot at the time. You had Shaba Rankin, you had Patra, you had Mod Cabra, mm-hmm. Shaggy. A lot of people were crossing over from Jamaica. But they wanted kind of an a American group with Caribbean representation that was young to kind of present, you know, Caribbean reggae music, dancehall music right. to the world. Right. And we was the first representation of that. Before you had established acts from Jamaica that, that signed to major labels in America and just continued on the success that they had. Mm-hmm. But we were fresh. Mm-hmm. So that's the origins of the group. We put out two albums, Kids from Foreign and Yardcore. Mm-hmm. And they were staples in the Caribbean community for the for the six years, I believe, six seven years that the group was together. Wow! And wow. we disbanded in 1998, and it's just been making music, writing, mm-hmm. remixing, doing things, trying to stay active in music ever since. For me, wow, wow! Now, for like you said, for the 20 years you've been doing a lot of remixes and stuff like that, and fast forward to right. 2020, you've got a brand new EP out. Now, first of all, what made you decide to put out an EP? I mean, I always wanted to do it, even in the inception of the group. You know, we always had plans to express our individuality. Mm-hmm. But what happened is I ended up getting released out of the recording contract and they kept on the singer. So I was kind of left to fend for my own and, you know, moonlighting as a writer, moonlighting, producing and doing things like that. I, I had a couple opportunities where I could have put out solo body. Mm-hmm. solo bodies of work but mm-hmm. it just never panned out with the business side of it mm-hmm. so i got it in my mind that the only way i would ever be able to release solo material was to build my own infrastructure where i could record mix master shoot my videos hire my own pr and just be, be my own record company because it seems like the temperature amongst the industry was that they had the component of the group that was marketable and i was the waste factor wow. and i just I just was never going to accept that ever from anyone. So all the doors to the producers, to the record labels, mm-hmm. to all the access to the industry was closed to me. So I wow. had to build my own infrastructure, and it took 20 years to do that. Even after that and much I'm, success as the group, you, you, you kind of feel that they, for want of a better word, blackballed? I, don't, I wouldn't say blackballed, right. but you have to understand there's, there's the industry picks his favorite. And this happens with a lot of groups. When you watch a lot of documentaries about yeah. all the old groups, yeah. it's always the lead singer or the more marketable person that the, the music business feels is 
is presented that they're going to run with. And wow. even when the components split up, yeah. they always choose their favorite. And for me, I don't think that I took enough credit for what I applied creatively and, and artistically and soulfulness in the group. So that wasn't recognized, neither was it appreciated. But now in 2020, I'm getting that, that appreciation that people always knew that I had. But now that they hear an individual solo body of work from me, right. they understand that, hey, all the components of the group, I'm hearing you do that by yourself. Why is that? Was wow. that always there or you developed that? And I'm like, no, it was always there. It was always me. You just chose to pick what you felt more palatable to your ears and your gotcha. eyes. But you didn't know where it was coming from. So gotcha. now I'm taking my credit. Oh, I mean, as you I should, as you record. should, as you should. Now, right. you were part of Downsound uh, Records as well. Uh, were you assigned to them at some so, point? So, no, the story with Downsound is the producer, the main producer on my new project based on talent, mm -hmm. is a producer by the name of Rose Summers. Mm -hmm. Rose Summers is a rhythm creator, an artist, producer, just an overall genius of music. And he's from Irish Hill, Jamaica. So that's outside of Kingston in the hill. Correct. And this is the first producer I ever met in Jamaica that makes country music, R&B music. He wow. makes soul music. He makes wild. He could make that song. I've seen him do songs for crossover pop artists in America and then turn around and make the biggest dancehall song for Bob's Cartel wow. in, in the span of a month. Wow. I've never seen that before. So that's who he is. And he was an in-house producer at Downsound. That's where I met Got him. It. And, Got it. And from there, we just been running together ever since. And he has a project out called Far From Kingston. Mm -hmm. His name is Rose Summers. Summers with a Z. Check him out. I will. I will. Wow. Now, yeah. Based on Talent is the brand new EP uh, first of all, is that, a, is that some shade there, um, um, or is that just a, a conscious name? It's just a conscious name because I just feel like the only thing that got me to this point where I could even be doing an interview here with you right mm -hmm. now is just that the fact that I have enough talent built into me to garner that attention again, because there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of money, they have a lot of influence, they have a lot of good friends. But the talent factor don't really resonate with people where people will pay attention to what they're doing. I've seen that in a lot of artists and a lot of things that, that's moving right now. So, right. And I said that at the end of the day, it's based on your talent, how far you go. Your talent in business, your talent in making songs, your talent in applying all the factors that it takes to be an artist in this industry. You mm -hmm. have to be a, a talented person with your wisdom and your, and your infrastructure to even make an impact in this game. So it's all wow. based on that. Wow. Once again, folks, we're talking live with Edley Shine. Uh, what kept you motivated for these 20 years, man? Or, or you know, what just kept you go on the go? I mean, music, music is my voice. Music is my vibes. And, you know, just having that Caribbean dog art, you know, just keep, keep going. Every time somebody told me no, everybody... Every time somebody said, yo, I bought a DJ there in Jamaica where mm -hmm. I have more lyrics than you, more talent and look better than you, mm -hmm. I am around the cut. If you don't, if you don't jump in a theme style, you're not going to make it. Same. I just, I just blocked out all of that noise and just kept on focusing on what, because I brought something to the table that people have never seen before. And mm -hmm. they did, they don't know what my input into bringing that to the table was. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted my side of the story to be told and my side of the vibes to be felt. 
as an individual. I felt like it was important to establish that legacy. I have a young daughter now, mm-hmm. and I don't want her, when she looks at my story, to be like, yo, when the group broke up, my father gave up and never Got tried to do his you. own thing. I don't want to set that example. I want to let her know that no matter what, no matter how many people call you down and try to tell you that you don't have it, believe in yourself that you have it and, and, and overcome any obstacle. Wow. What is your relationship like now with the, uh, with the Notch? I mean, we good. We good as far as as far as a personable relationship. Right. We have no qualms with one another. On the business and the music side, we don't really have a relationship because he he garnered his own success as an individual, and I feel like he he set a standard on who and what and how he works with people, mm-hmm. and we just have a difference of opinion. So we've done like maybe three or four uh, reunion shows. Mm-hmm. The first one was in 2015. We opened for Damian Marley in front of 20,000 people in wow. Trinidad. Okay. The following year, we went to Bogota, Colombia, and closed the festival there in front of maybe 30,000 people. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, we did another festival, Hip Hop Al Parquet, which is the biggest festival in South, South America. Mm-hmm. And that was another 30,000, 40,000 people. So the group had a cult following around the world, but... To, to him, it's more important to establish his individuality and live by that than wow. what, the group, what the group possesses and what we have as fans in the audience. Wow. I don't necessarily agree or see eye to eye with that opinion, but I have to respect that that's how we feel, and I, and I give him his space. Wow, that's, that's incredible because, you know, I mean, I, I'm very familiar with the group. I was, I was living in New York at that time, and I'm telling you, every dance hall I played in, your song was one of the most requested songs back in the back in those days. So you know, Absolutely. you know, and to this day, you know. So when I got the call about this interview, I'm like, I jumped at it. I'm like, what? Are you serious? Hell yeah! <laughs> and even the simple fact of that, that you know, some people may feel like, hey, because he in the group, that's the only reason why he was getting getting this attention. But right. the way I see it and the way I look at it, that's part of my legacy. Absolutely, a, compo- a component of me lives inside of born Jamaicans and made born Jamaicans what it was. So nothing or no one can stop me from using part of my legacy to promote or do anything that I'm doing in life. Gotcha. It's me. I'm me, say kids from foreign. I'm me, say yard court. I'm me, I'm me, I'm me, put the, the, the vibes and the roughness. I'm me, put the beast with the beauty mm-hmm. to make the music what it was, why people appreciate it. So why would I neglect that gotcha. or not want to talk about that? when it was such a great thing that people admired and respected. Gotcha. That's just my opinion. That's no, the no, way no, I think. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. Right. Talk about one of the singles, Factory Skin. <laughs> I right. watched the video, and I actually totally get it. But talk about it from your right. concept. So from my concept, it's just that, okay, growing up, when I made the song, I thought about when I was growing up. And as I started coming into my preteens to my teenage years, Mm -hmm. the culture was totally different. And I get it that things shift pop culture and things change in the community and trends happen. And I started to see, I saw the slow transition of how young ladies carry themselves. I saw how the augmentation of body came into play. I saw tattoos come into play before. It was hard to find a, a, a young lady with you know, one tattoo on this. And now you're seeing young ladies with multiple tattoos and they're expressing themselves. It's their body. It's their right. But I just, I'm just digging back into my mental roller deck to a time when factory skin was it. The more natural, the more beautiful. Yep. Women didn't feel that pressure. But with social media, 
and all this pop culture that shifted and to do what you want, say what you want culture that we have now, that's not popular anymore. So I kind of went against the, went against the grain with that single, but a lot of females have texted me and DM me and said, Hey, I appreciate the fact that you as a modern artist in reggae and dancehall would even put out a song like that and say those things mm-hmm. and, and, and not be afraid of whatever backlash from the younger generation. Right. Like, oh, I'm a tattoo them. I'm a, to- I'm a tongue ring. I'm my eye. You can't tell me nothing. <laughs> exactly. But exactly. I'm just saying the factory skin you in would have been fine, but do what you do. It's your life. Wow, wow. That, that was pretty bold, man. I, look, I looked at the video and I was like, wow, that's a pretty bold step, but it's a needed step, especially coming yeah, from someone on. like yourself. Um, yeah, man. You, go ahead. I'm just saying that, especially me being an older person in music right, right now, I'm not, a, I'm not a young bud no more, so a lot of things that are said by the younger generation, I could try to follow it, but it just wouldn't be me, and it's not my life and my lifestyle. So I'm just giving you 100% where Edley is mentally as well in that song. Right. Now, do, do you find uh, being, being an older statesman in the music business in 2020 as a challenge or as, as, you know, a plus? It's a plus because I have the experience to maneuver around certain things because the younger people in the business, them don't really want to say, oh, just like me, oh, they like right. that. They appreciate that I could still put out records and it sound good, but they leave it right there. They're not going to put it on a pedestal over God. who's their demigod yep. right now. Yep. And they have some real demigods in dancehall, <laughs> yep. reggae, hip-hop, and you can't really overthrow. Without the money and the, and the machine, mm-hmm. you can't overthrow those demigods. But me, as an older guy, I just... You know, you know what I looked at when I started this project? I looked at Jay-Z 444 album. Yes. and how he approached it. Yeah. That was a big influence on how I approached this album. And I've seen that he said a lot of things that younger people couldn't relate to, but they need to apply it to their life. So Got he it. wasn't necessarily preaching to him, but he put the, you know, the medicine in the dog food. Got it. And I said, hey, maybe, maybe that should be my approach when making reggae and dancehall. It's just throw your medicine in your dog food. Don't go overboard and look ridiculous trying to follow what's going on in the streets of Jamaica. Because mm-hmm. for one, I'm not even Jamaican. I don't live in Kingston. Mm-hmm. I'm not there day to day with the sun burning me up and going through right. the, stress, <laughs> the stress and the strife of right. Jamaica. So right. that's not my reality. But at the same time, I have enough experience with it being the age that I am and spending time in Jamaica and growing up amongst Jamaicans that I can express certain sentiments that, that need to be said. So wow. That's T- just the approach. Got it. Talk a little bit about the new single. You know, I listened to it. And I right. hear, you know, I love it because it's got that old school flavor to it, but with that new right. vibe, you know. So I love the single, right. man. Talk a little bit about the Thank making you. of that. So the single is entitled Babylon Breeze, and that was produced by Rose Summers. And mm-hmm. um, just, it was just me. I, I, I knew that as a reintroduction and coming out with my own material and doing it independently, that I would need something that would reinvigorate my core fan base, mm-hmm. but yet still make the younger fan base respect what I'm doing. And I think I accomplished that because the single only been out a month and it's been just for an independent that doesn't have major looks and being posted on major blogs and major influencers talking about me besides yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, I've garnered over, you know, like 300,000 impressions online because I'm able to monitor on all the platforms how my music is moving. And I'm seeing a lot of impressions. Wow. And I'm like, hey, 
I'm not a pretty boy. I don't got a six pack. I'm not sitting on top of a Benz with some champagne with a bunch of girls. So (laughs) it must be the music. That's why I'm getting these impressions. So therefore, it's still back to based on talent. Exactly. Wow. You know, right. I, I got to tell you, man. You know, I'm, I'm proud of you because you know a lot of people, Thank you, sir. a lot of people would have given up. You know, especially since you basically, I'm hearing what you went through with the group. You know, that would have right. been very detrimental, and people would have said, "Nah, man. You know, I want to get out of this business." But you stuck right. with it, and now with the EP, you know, the the, the world is your oyster right now, my brother. I, I appreciate that, brethren. It's been a long fight and struggle. I mean, I built studios in my house and. Mm. My house flooded out twice. I lost wow. my whole studio, had to wow. rebuild it. It's wow. a lot that I've been through. I slept on couches, you know, going to Jamaica and having, you know, big producers that knew of my success just look at me and be like, Bredrin, one producer told me the rhythm full up. I'm like, okay, how, wow. how can the rhythm be full up when you got Pro Tools and a one terabyte hard drive? Wow. It, Jesus. So instead of not disrespecting me and saying, yo, Bredrin, if you don't come down, you have to buy a rhythm from the cash money, then... Yeah. I can't help. I can't help you to reestablish yourself after I watched you on BET half my life. Wow. After I seen you flying on planes, touring with all these big artists, you want me for come bust your back again so you can go back on your world tour and leave me behind. That's the sentiment yeah. I was getting from all producers, or they just felt like I wasn't that talented in the first place, so they didn't even want to bother work with me. And it was never said to me to my face, but. I'm a spiritual person and I could pick up, I have discernment. That's one thing my grandmother told me was discernment. You can pick up when somebody just overall doubt you yeah. and don't rate you in certain lights. And wow. I overcame all that and was able to make my own product, project, product, put it out and get a response from it. And that's it. If I don't make a dollar from this project, I accomplish my goal and I'm happy with where I'm at in life. So wow. respect to the people who are supporting. I appreciate it. Man. Before you go, what, what, what the most important lesson you think you can teach your daughter now in, in, about life and about the music business as well? Hmm, that's, that's a good one. I think the most important thing I could tell her is empower yourself. And I, I, I instill that in her every day just like, don't become codependent on no one or no situation because eventually they'll fail you and they'll forsake you. Mm-hmm. You can always count on me. I'm your dad. I'm not going to never leave you no matter what you do. Right. I, I'll die for my daughter. But when she goes out, as she grows up and faces this earth, you know, if she don't have certain things, people going to treat her a certain way. If she don't look a certain way, people going to treat her a certain way. And I, I, I'm here to let her know that, hey, you can build it yourself. You can do it yourself. You can be your owner done, govern your own thing, have your owner door key for your owner yard. That way, Definitely. when somebody shuns you and say no, you can always be in your own space and say yes to yourself. That's the greatest thing I could teach you. Man, that's powerful, my brother. That's powerful. A lot, a lot more uh, black fathers and stuff needs to hear that, especially in the climate in which we're here now. A lot, a lot of kids need to hear that as well. You yeah, know? man. Come on. Don't be, don't be codependent on nothing. And especially with music right now, the technology is such where you could spend the time and learn how to record yourself correctly, mix yourself correctly, master yourself correctly. I got my own video equipment. You know, all we need to do is hire a man for a camera because I can't hold a camera right. and perform at the right. same time. But I could tell a video man right now, yo, just meet me here in this park right here. Don't bring nothing. I have lights. I have the camera. I have wow. everything. I wow. just need your time and your talent. And that's it. And wow. that's the space I wanted to be in because that's how you have to be in music right now. 
You Man. sit down and wait for record label, management, yes. and all these other people to, to highlight you. You're going to be waiting for the rest of your life. Man, powerful, my brother, powerful. Once again, folks, we're live with Edley Shine. Oh, man, shout out to the folks all over the world. Where can they follow you? Where can they get the Based on Talent EP? Yeah, man, it's everywhere. It's, you know, internationally, Africa is on Excite. I think that's their streaming service. Mm -hmm. You know, it's on Spotify worldwide. It's on Tidal worldwide. It's on Apple. It's, it's everywhere. And even for the people who don't have the subscription service, you can find it on SoundCloud. You can find it on Audio Map. Okay. So my, the most important thing I want people to do is just hear the music. Hear the talent and love the vibes, and Much respect. Oh, man, much respect to you and continued success to you as well, my brother. Once again, it's New I Music Tuesdays. The, the EP is called Based on Talent. My special guest today, Edley Shine. Thank you so much, my brother. Respect, King. Right. There you have it. The, one and only. the man himself, Edley Shine, right here New Music Tuesdays, our special guest today, folks. Such concrete, gone out a road, food off a eight. Cruising past bad mind and hits us. We could have never hit with down. We just are the big voice, Edly Shine, representing for Rico, the flavor radio show. You see it, you see it, you see it. Such concrete, gone out a road, food off a cruising past bad mine and hits us. We could have never it happens to be the latest single, it's called Babylon Breeze. Edly Shine. When we wicked out, them can't live boy out, them could have never get with down. And I stay cool as a Babylon Breeze. Holding my bed, smoking trees. I push through 90s juggernaut at my YouTube yo. Oh, them artists bust I must be voodoo Like a hurricane every year after pass through With the pretty face dump a truck behind you Come check the big vibes Him will sign you Them semi hats and the temperature rising Me stand firm with no compromising And I stay cool as a Babylon I can't push way off the map Take a little break and then we're bouncing back Cause only kings can wear the crown Me know you can't drink no lean attacker Zanny to this but get your raw paper Hybrid in a flip ya Fly to a new plane, higher dimension Where could I never get you down? And I stay cool as a Babylon
are no bad man, but no holy power people. Never this the link of them, I go come see you. Songs and image no make a tough guy. Cause when you in a scope, then it's a bullseye. Raised by the hustle as money in our account. Flip real estate and find where we out. Microwave music of artists in a drought. Them could I never get with that out. Once again, back to courtesy, our special guest today, Edley Shine. From the West Indies. Five for five. Rhythm it. <laughs> From Atlanta to Boston to Florida to the world, it's New right. Music Tuesdays. New Music Tuesdays with Rico Vibes. Always got your new music first. On theflavorradio.com. Gonna take a short break. When we come back, the vibes continues. Keep it locked. This is New Music Tuesdays. (laughs) 